Welcome to the Apartment Rockstar Podcast with Robert Martinez. Today, Robert is joined by Rockstar's own Aaron Twyman to discuss Aaron's history with Rockstar and his recent accomplishments. Hey, I'm Robert Martinez, the Apartment Rockstar, and welcome to another episode of the Apartment Rockstar Podcast. This podcast is designed to highlight Rockstar Capital, what we're doing, where we're going, some of our strategies. But what I love most about this podcast is that we get to highlight our staff. Today, I'm sworn by, for, um, joined by a very special guest, Aaron Twyman. Aaron, welcome to the Apartment Rockstar Podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank Are you excited? You. Yes. Are you a little nervous? It's a pleasure. I am. Yeah, I'm surprised. You're, you're, you're Mr. Swag. You show up everywhere. You're always like one of the better dressed guys. Always needing an impression. You always, which shows you have a lot of confidence in yourself. Yes, sir. All right. So tell everybody a little bit more about yourself. Like, when did you join Rockstar? What's your background? How did you get started with us? Uh, I actually started uh, with a temp agency. I started with the temp agency in 2014, um, and I was leasing at a Class A property and uh cyprus and um i overheard about rockstar from one of the previous employees um i had about four interviews with eddie and melissa i had some phone interviews i had some um at the property interviews and um i finally got the position for assistant at deerbrook gardens um i started in 2016 i uh, worked my way up to a manager um was also managing at gardens and then um Recently, uh, in July, I was promoted, same position, more responsibility, to Westwood Village. Um, it was about 100 more units than Deborah Gardens, and I went in, hit the ground running, and received another promotion to senior property manager, um, where I am the on-site manager at Westwood Village, and I oversee uh, one of the new acquisitions in Corpus, which That's, is the Cove. Yeah. So where did you join again? 2016. That's what I thought I heard you say. So you're you're approaching your four-year anniversary. Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to say a little something. Rockstar, we're a very proud company, and we're very hard. It's not easy to last, right? Because we we work hard, and the weak links show themselves, and they kind of get shown the door. And if you've been here for four years, that means you've yes. obviously done a great job. And I've seen, you've seen people come in and out. Yes. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. Congratulations. Thank I think you. that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate so, it. So, you know, you, you have a reputation to be Mr. Confident, right? Yes. You got a lot of swag. <laughs> T- tell me what it was like that first day you walked through the door at Rockstar. Um, I was nervous. Uh, I was, you know, I came in the door very competitive. I observed um, you know, I believe uh, Melissa was there quite often. Um, you know, I was picking her brain. I was asking her quite a few questions. I also had a awesome manager, um, Clara, uh, which I did the same thing and same thing with Jose. You know, I was trying to learn so many um, new aspects at the same time so I can make a great impression for myself and, you know, bring up my property. Um, and it was, it, I'm not going to lie, it was tough, but, you know, I definitely overcame. I had a good time doing it. You know, I think we're a very young company. I think people would look at us and you see people in positions that perhaps would not be there in that position of the company, right? But we've got a youthful vibe here. And I think you, to me, are one of those people that brings that youthful vibe to the to, to the company. I think uh, I remember you joined to the company. You were asking me questions. How can I stand out? What can I do? And I think you heeded pretty much all my advice. You know, I know that whenever emails go out on we want focus on this, or we want focus on that. You're one of the big ones that like really try to win, try to go, yes. on, you know, try to 
get you and your team recognized. And I always think the the uh, signs of a great leader are the people that work underneath them. So have you had people get promoted underneath you? Yes, sir. Um, I My first assistant manager that uh, I brought to the company, uh, Priscilla Artiga, she is now the property manager at Water Chase. Um, and then I also recently promoted a um, floater to an assistant manager. Um, in a very short time, she has uh, exceeded my expectations, um, you know, as far as delinquency and collections, customer service, um, leasing. Um, she had a lot to learn in a short amount of period of time, um, and she definitely performed. Um, and then I also um, promoted um, one of my leasing agents to where she is going back and forth between Corpus and Rosenberg with wow. me. So she's the leasing manager. So you've done a lot of training. Yes. What do you try to focus on? What is it that you try to do to get the best out of people? How do you, why have your people that you've trained been successful? Um, first and foremost, you know, I train on the basics, customer service, you know, the Rockstar Handbook, um, which is, you know, I feel like should be, you know, um, highlighted upon everybody's, you know, um, entry into the company. Um, and then I kind of take a step at a time. You know, I outline their job duties. Um, I try to empower them while also, you know, making sure, making sure they stay within the company guidelines. Um, and to exceed those specific expectations. Um, I realize that, you know, everybody learns differently. Everybody, you know, receives, um, they grasp onto, you know, things differently. And you kind of have to just figure out what makes a person go. So, you know, I figured I do a lot of observing with uh, my superiors and the people below me. And I figure out, you know, what makes them tick and literally wind it up and um wind it up yeah i like it wind it up sir it's a great way of looking at it <laughs> no, that's great right because again everybody's a representation of you if they're on your team they represent you so whether they show up to work on time whether they've been out all night and they show up late or they're not really ready to go and they look like they're still out last night, you know, or this, how they handle the residents, right? Because that, that, that's our lifeline, right? It's the residents. And it's a re representation and a reflection of you. And so it's fantastic that you've had so many people underneath you get moved and promoted. And with that, and with that too, you've also taken a lot of new challenges, right? Yes, so sir. for a while, well, for a long time, you've been strictly here in Houston, but tell me a little bit more about some of the recent uh, uh, challenges you've had where you, you were asked to help out in another area. Yeah, so uh, the I was moved to uh, Rosenberg in July. Um, I didn't really know too much about the market. Uh, you know, I was a little bit uh, nervous uh, going into, you know, that position. Uh, you know, getting to know new property, the new employees, um, the new market. Um, but, you know, I tried to learn everything I could um, as fast as possible. You know, there were some new challenges and, um, you know, I literally had to take it one step at a time. You know, I also had to, you know, again, empower my employees to, you know, because it does start from the ground up. Um, and then also, you know, with the Cove and Corpus, um, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit different down there because you're relying on the market while you're also relying on, um, you know, there's a big uh, market for uh, the factory workers. So I had to learn, 
you know, the contracts and, you know, the incoming personnel and how to uh, market to specific contracting companies and, you know, work out deals and how can, you know, we make our uh, finances, you know, correctly while also, you know, making them happy and keeping them happy to bring, you know, more uh, people. What, what, what always separated you from everybody else to me was you just had a certain level of confidence but maturity. And I know you were previously in the service, right? Yes, sir. So before I get into that, thank you very much for your service. It's thank like, you. you know, thank you. Thank you. Uh, what do you think you got from the military? And how do you think that's applied today? Um, so they, you know, coming in the door in the military, they, <laughs> it's very uh, different. So, you know, we were trying to, you know, you can't really, you're not really allowed to ask a lot of questions. Whatever, you know, guidance you're given, you just do it. Um, and it's kind of, you know, plain and dry, you know, simple. Um, you know, you do the best you can at whatever task they give you, and you don't really, you know, ask questions, and you do whatever, you know, literally whatever it takes to get the job done. But there's a little bit of discipline too, right? Yes, discipline. Um, you know, there's God, there's, uh, we call them the book of regulations and the army, um, and there's a regulation literally for everything. You know, the way, literally the way you walk, the way you address people, um, you know, you have to address everybody as sir and ma'am, you know, or, you know, you can get reprimanded for not doing it. Um, and at a very young age, I joined when I was 19 years old, um, it kind of forced me to mature um, at a very young age and learn a lot of, you know, life lessons that, you know, I feel like I may have learned a little later on in life if I didn't join. So... Um, yeah, definitely instilled a certain demeanor. For sure. Well, it's better be a maturity process, right? Yes. And so how do you think that's applied now? Now that you're actually in the workforce and you're, you got, you're full into your career, you're now a senior manager, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a big senior deal for us, man. That's a good deal. Yes, obviously, it's one more step, right, closer down to the career path. And believe me, your name has been mentioned in the next steps, regional and, and area manager and those kind of things. So rest assured, you know, uh, you're in those conversations for sure. Um, tell me how you think that the, the military background helped you. Uh, it definitely helped me by, you know, learning the, um, literally, uh, picking up the handbook, picking up, it definitely translated to, you know, me picking up the handbook, learning, um, the rockstar way, which I realized, uh, I know we've mentioned it before, you know, I've seen people, um, you know, come in the company, um, I've seen people, you know, go, um, and I feel like, you know, one of the, um, big things that everybody has to adapt to is learning, our way of doing things within the company um you know it's literally laid out you know you don't really have to add too much to it you don't have to take away um it's all there in writing um and i feel like that has helped me out a lot since day one well i definitely see a lot of maturity in you as you grow you know from again as an assistant manager then to a property manager and then now as a senior manager and then all the things that you've done along the way to prepare yourself you know taking the assignments across town you know uh is a big deal and and then now going to corpus and i think the reason why you were put there to do those things is because you just win yes, you sir. win and and that's you know you can't you know in life you want to surround yourself with winners you know because if they're winning you're going to win you know and and uh and i see you being a part of that it rocks our future 100 percent. and yes, i sir. think you know when you've won you've won some awards right tell us a little bit <laughs> yes, about some sir. of the accolades you've won um, so recently at our company Christmas party, 
Uh, I won the Whatever It Takes Award. Um, I was thankful to be recognized uh, for that specific award because um, I feel like I definitely um, do show those attributes. That's a big um, award. The Whatever It Takes. I mean, to me, it, next to the rock star of the year, that is the guy. I mean, you know, we, let's stay on the battle thing. I mean, you know, Sole, you know Sole, right? Yes, ma'am. I always mm-hmm. use, I use her a lot, right? Because if I had 22 like Sole, right, I wouldn't lose <laughs> ever, right? I would go to war with Sole, but I, I definitely have to make sure that I include you in that. I, I know if I have 22 errands, you know, we're, we're not going to lose. We're, we're going to win because there's a whatever take attitude. So I think you earn that award and then some. Tell me about the other awards. Um, we also won for the 2019's most improved aura score. Yes. Um, and from what property? Uh, for Westwood Village. So what, why is the aura score so important? It's or ext- what is it measure and why is it important? Uh, what the aura score measures is it uh, kind of consolidates all of your star ratings for all of your review websites. Um, for your specific apartment community. So it focuses on our reviews. Yes. And then it averages them out to a score, and it's, uh, you know, scored nationally, um, you know, statewide, locally, um, et cetera, and also company-wide. I've seen a post you put on Facebook where literally everybody sees every review that comes in for... um, Is that true to everybody? Is that true? Do I not see every single review? Yes. All management sees every single review. Yes. Not just me. And it gets addressed. The good and the bad ones. Yeah, yeah, but that's how you, because if you're not monitoring, how do you expect it to, to, to change it? How do you expect it to perform? How do you expect it to manage it? Held you know, you've got, you hold it accountable, right? I mean, everybody's got a metric. What I like about the aura score and the reviews is that there's no line. It's black and white. You either have the surveys and the prospects and you, you know, those scores yes. and you, and you have the reviews or you don't, you they know, come from everywhere. And they come from everywhere. Yeah, you never know. And it's amazing. Every day there's a review. Every day, every day, right? And I think your property, you took over Westwood Village, was a very challenging property for yes. us. Uh, for, and for a long time, we didn't get what I thought we needed out of it. And, you know, what happens is, and, and this is true in life for me, is that we get complacent. And we, we work with the status quo and we don't challenge it. And at that property, I kept telling myself when I was talking to Melissa, it's like, I think we can do better. What's going on? Why can't we're just like this? We can't move up. We can't we can't change the, the reputation of the property. And I kept being told, well, you can't. It's just the property. It's just this. We can't get better. And I remember making that decision and saying, no, no, no. You know what? Aaron wins everywhere he goes. He's done a great job at Dearborn Garden, working from assistant managers and then Dearborn Garden. And you became a that's a one percent elite property for us, right? At Dearborn Garden? Or yeah, I believe it. Oh, it's did gonna be this the, year. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Westwood was not. Right. But now it's going to be, isn't it? Yes. That is amazing. If there is a turnaround story that I can think about, it is the job that you have done at Westwood Village. Um, It was really nasty when we bought it in 2016. I think we had uh, the wrong pieces in place for a little too long. And we got used to the status quo once it hit a certain level of like, you know, it's all about pain. How much pain are you willing to take? Right before you do something, like how hot does that pan have to be before you let go? Right, like ouch, mm-hmm. it hurts. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't like pain. I don't like pain. Pain's good for you, but I don't <laughs> like it. But you come up with a defense against it. You come up with like I don't want to feel pain anymore. Right. So they always, I like to use the expression necessity is the mother of invention. I got enough pain at a Westwood. I got enough pain not hitting projections, missing the refinance opportunities that we had. And I remember we talking about like, hey, give Aaron a shot. Give him a shot. Let's see what he can do. Because, you know, you're almost like the, the the kid wonder, but only at one property, right? <laughs> we got to see what you can do. And I think you got challenged, right? So tell me about getting challenged at Westwood Village. 
Uh, it was extreme. I mean, first and foremost, the number of... Because uh, it's a much larger property, right? Deerberg Gardens, yes. 160. This is 272. 272. Yeah. 272. So that was what... Um, that was a big challenge for me. Um, you know, I was at Deerberg Garden for um, three out of my four years. Um, so I, you know, kind of grew accustomed to, uh, you know, like you said, 160 units. Um, you know, I knew the ins and outs of the property. And then as soon as I got to Westwood, it was a lot more, you know, um, a lot more responsibility. Um, and also the employees, you know, I had a, I had three employees at Deerberg Garden. Um, so it was also a challenge that um, I have a total of six at Westwood. So I remember um, Melissa did come to, you know, Westwood to, you know, kind of go over some things with me as soon as I took over. And that was one of the things that she advised was like, you know, hey, you're going to have to um, you're going to have to figure out how to manage a larger team, you know, while also managing a larger property. Um, so maybe some of your background in the military helped, right? Because you guys yes. work in teams. It's not there's no one man mm -hmm. show. You got to work in a and group in a unit. Your strongest, your weakest link. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, when I got there in July, um, we were at 84 percent occupancy. Um, you know, the renewal, uh, the rentition wasn't where exactly where, you know, uh, I wanted it. So to it was 84 percent. So that was my pain threshold. <laughs> that it was, yes, right? I was like, I don't like the 84 percent. I mean, we got to do something. It's too many units to be at 84 percent. Right, right, right. So um, and then in a very short time, you know, like we've uh, talked about, I uh, recently brought it up to 99 percent um, in the month of November. Um, and wow. then, uh, with a 30, with a 30 dot, with a $30,000 increase. Yeah, of course. You so, jump 13%, you're going to get, or 15%, you're going to get a, yes, a big income. Well, obviously that proves your weight, right? Because as you know, the magic formula, right? $1 is 17, right? So let's just do that math. I think this is really interesting. So you added $30,000 a month. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to share with you why this is important. So $30,000 a month times 12 is 360, assuming a six cap rate. Let me do that wrong. I did that wrong. Assuming a six cap rate, you've added $6 million of valuation to that business. The other day, I got an email from Melissa because I, I was going to be doing my prediction video, and I'm trying to figure out forecasting and cash for, 20, for 2020. And I said, I asked her to give me a list, the NOI, and then the valuation using the magic formula on where we are at your property and a few others. And she told me you were worth $30 million, the property. So you were running a $30 million asset. And you maybe never been explained to you like that, right? But every decision that you made increased valuation or it hurts valuation. Clearly, if you're at 84% and now you're at 97 to 99% and you've increased $30,000 a month, 360 a year, that's six million bucks. You've increased the valuation of that business dramatically. How do you feel? How does that, what, what do you think when I say those things? It feels very good. It feels like a lot of my hard work has paid off. Yeah. Um, I think it's part of the reason why you're getting recognized. Yes, you know, sir. because to me, it's black and white. It always is. The numbers are the numbers are the numbers. There's no explaining away the numbers. I don't, it's not about sub-market all the time. I really believe it's about the person in the chair because you're running a, as you hear heard me say, a multi-million dollar property. You're running a property worth 30 million. That's more than just a multi-million. That's tens of millions of dollars, you know, and you got to have the right person in the chair in that, right? So what do you think, what has it done for you confidence-wise versus when you were at Deerberg Garden and a different kind of property, 162 units? Um, it has done a lot. Um, you know, I have um, I have gained a lot of confidence um, and I've 
you know, it's kind of give me that mentality like, hey, you know, what I, you know, the way I do things do work. Um, yeah, you know, 100%. Um, and it's a little different when you're somewhere for, you know, I was at Dibber Garden for, you know, two to three years. Um, and then immediately seeing the results being moved to somewhere else. So, you know, it's just, I'm very happy about it. And, you know, the first thing, uh, the, well, not the first thing, but the thing that I am stressing is I'm trying to, you know, give my ways to my employees, um, to all of them, because it goes from maintenance, you know, my leasing agent, um, which is now my leasing manager, and, uh, you know, my assistant. You know, I'm trying to multiply myself. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to create many needs. Yes, sir. But they have to be able to think, though. They can't yes, just go and be with you. In fact, I was doing an interview. I was a little late for this podcast. And I was doing an interview with Melissa. And I started to, uh, I wanted, to, I was formulating a question, right, when we we're talking to the interview person. And Melissa asked the same question right when I was going to ask it, right? And so that made me feel really good because that's not the first, that's one about 100 times that that's happened where she's sharing the same brain. She's a mini me. And that's what you got to do. Your team has to start thinking like you. They've got to share your brain so that because I know you went down to Corpus where you yes. were when you went down to Corp because you didn't lose responsibility for Westwood. You kept both. Right. <laughs> so yes, did, did you did you did, was there a loss of performance when you were gone? Uh, no, they have not. Um, they've actually kept it going. Um, you know, we've done quite a few rent increases since I've been gone. Um, the income is still, you know, very high. Um, expenses are still low. I'm watching. Um, they know I'm watching. And, um, you know, they do call me here and there. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the things, you know, I've already trained them on, you know, uh, before I left. So the ball has not been dropped. You know, I, I, I want to make sure everybody understands, right, that there is a significant amount of pressure that goes into taking care of 272 people or uh, units yes because if you i look about you know the average unit has what three four people mm -hmm. in it maybe two to three people you know because mm -hmm. you got a lot of twos right that's and so you, you, that's a lot of you people to take care of you're, you're talking probably closer to a thousand people 800 people that you're worried about families right yes. and not just that you know there's pressure from management to pull the best out right and you know you, you have tracing the team sending in leads and hopefully turning those around and converting them right but does the pressure get to you? Um, no. Do you lose I'll... sleep on it? Do you, do you, do you, do you, <laughs> you, does, does it, does it affect you? Are you constantly thinking about, about stuff? I would, the pressure does get to me, but in a positive way. Yeah. Um, I've noticed since, you know, being in a, not, I would say, uh, not so much when I was an assistant manager, but when, you know, I, uh, first got my property manager, especially when I got to Westwood, um, you know, just when I go home, I'm thinking about different ideas. I know I'm emailing Tracy random stuff. I'm sending her text messages like, hey, you know, what about this? Melissa, uh, my regional, Daniela. Um, you know, I, I have a saying with me and my regional, like I have so many tabs open in my head where, you know, I'm trying to accomplish all these things. Um, but I feel like that's what the pressure has done to me. Um, but in a positive way where, you know, I want to succeed so bad. Um, I'm trying to come up with Why? new ways to Why? outdo myself. Why do you want to succeed so bad? What drives uh, you? What is it that makes you want to succeed? Uh, I want to make my parents proud. Is that um, your inspiration? Yes. Mom, mom? My parents, yeah. My mother and my father. Tell me why. Um, Why is that important? It's important uh, because they've always, 
been extremely they've had a lot of expectations since I was a child um I remember I would like just a random you know random memories I would bring home like B's or A minuses on tests and it was never you know good enough um so you know that's where I kind of got that mentality where um I've always wanted to exceed expectations because I've um I've been raised like that since I was a child so do you you see why now they're so hard on you yes yes right because they're teaching you how to win winning is a mentality winning is an expectation you know and I know I I look when I'm doing these meetings and I have everybody in front of me right I I can I can see them looking at me and it's sometimes during the headlights and I wonder what they're thinking you know, it's like this guy is an egomaniac. This guy is this, and I like no. I just expect to win because you have a duty to win, and I think you show that. I mean, understanding how your military background, you had a duty as you're a military personnel, right? Well, you have a duty to yourself in life. You have a duty to make it to help yourself. You have a duty to make your family proud because you, as I said, with your team, your representation of them and how they brought you up. And there's people that wind up in bad parts of life because they lost sight of that, right? And I think it's you are a credit definitely to your mom and your dad. So I think you definitely made him proud. I, mean, I hope you share with them that you're running a $30 million business. Yes, I have. She came in, um, visited me uh, recently in the summer. So um, both of them did. And not just that, right? I mean, you are definitely on that short list of as we grow, who's going to take over properties, you know, and help us with that. Um, you know, we've got massive um, expansion plans this year, growth plans this year. And, you know, my biggest fear, right, is like, oh, who's going to help me run these things, right? How are we going to do this? Am I, am I getting ahead of myself? And I, I sleep better knowing that you're around. Yes, sir. For sure. I can't um, wait. Yeah. And, and with that, you know, I think there's besides career advancement, there's actually financial success. You know, uh, as you know, Kiwi, you know, Kiwi, she did a fantastic job at at uh, at Maplewood and she got rewarded uh, handsomely, I believe. And there's even she even got a promotion out of it. And and, you know, and she's going to get a nice perk with it as well. Right. Because she earned it. She made that group, uh, you know, six hundred and what was it? Seventy three percent. Jonathan, uh, it, it was it was a, it was a six seventy three. It, it, it was a massive number, right? And so she she should be rewarded, and I think you should be rewarded too, right? Because you have your support team, but then they go home, and the best ones stay there late with you, right? The best <laughs> ones are there. Hey, hey, coach, how are we going to be better tomorrow, right? But at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. You know, every mistake at that business is your fault. Right, yes, sir. and and that's how I see this business. Every mistake that's here, every person's here is my responsibility. You know, I made a commitment to myself that no longer will people join us, and I don't have not met them. You know, and I haven't interviewed them. And I remember you. You had four interviews. We yes. did it better back then, <laughs> and I think the results show. You know, you, you were very green, and in in four years, you you become a top rock star for sure. So congratulations on your success. Thank you. So I I, I've outlined it. a couple of things for you, right? But tell me a little more. What is it that you want to do? Where do you want to go? Where do you see yourself? Um, I see myself uh, utilizing my um, training strengths. You know, I've uh, spoke with, um, you know, my uh, immediate supervisor about, you know, I do want to become a multi-site or, you know, regional um, to, you know, leave my imprint on multiple properties, um, you know, um, something that has to do with training, um, and kind of doing what I'm doing now, just on an expanded scale, most definitely. Have you, so yesterday I made a big announcement, um, uh, and I was going to keep it quiet, but I, I, you know, this is why, uh, this is why I do it. Um, you know, I made a big announcement that as we grow this next round of properties we're going to buy, 
you know, I told everybody that if they can meet me, you know, at Rockstar, we don't have a 401k. We don't, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in our retirement package in the stock market because that's all for what 401ks are, you know, blindly picking this mutual fund, you know, and hoping somebody else is going to uh, create your financial future for you. But in this business, you can touch it. And more importantly, you can touch it, you can grow it. You can manage it. You can, you can, you can uh, influence the growth. So what I presented yesterday to the corporate team was that if people could uh, match me $5,000, I would match them $5,000, which is the minimum for our investment. It's 10000 So you immediately get a 100% return on your money, right? If you do what we do, like what you're doing at, uh, at Cedar Ridge, where you're going to pull out 100% of the equity out, right? That 5000 could actually be 20000 right? If you, if you do what Kiwi did, where you have a 673% return, that 5000 is actually 70000 at the end of seven, eight years. Now, they're not always going to be like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all about the management in play, but that's an opportunity for you to invest. And so what I was going to, what I told the corporate teams, I'm going to release it to the rest of the company, but by invitation only. Okay. And so I would like to formally invite you to have that opportunity because I think you've earned it. So when you're ready and, and you're able to, to put some of your own skin in the game, you know, I will match that. Oh, most definitely, done, sir. You've done a fantastic job for us. And I did not think about this before I got on the podcast, but I watch you and I just think about, you know, what I, what uh, the job you've done, the benefit you've done for us as a company, and how, what I can do to try to help you further and to show you my appreciation as well, you know. And so, uh, um, yeah, it just came to me and I just you know, I wanted to share that with you. I got overwhelmed with it. <laughs> Thank you. I so, appreciate it. You know, Aaron, you're a special light in this company. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. This has been an extreme pleasure and a joy for me. I didn't know what to expect when I walked in here, but I knew I'd have a lot of fun. Uh, you're just very, it's just so much fun to talk about people when they're doing so well. It's just easy. I don't even have to prep for this interview. I can just sit here and just look at you and talk because I lived <laughs> it with you. So congratulations. Yes, I really sir. appreciate it. Thank you. I thank really you appreciate much. it. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Apartment Rockstar podcast. It has certainly been a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of pride you're seeing right now uh, and some of the best in Rockstar Capital. Uh, his name is Aaron Twyman. Thank you for joining us. And please keep watching the Apartment Rockstar. Subscribe, share with your friends. Can't wait to share next week's episode with you. You've been listening to the Apartment Rockstar podcast with Robert Martinez. For more content, follow Robert on Instagram at Apartment Rockstar and subscribe to our YouTube channel. This has been a production of Rockstar Capital. Thank you for listening.